So since um, so everybody's gonna have to mute themselves. We are live or not live YouTube? No. Yosef, come and check check the YouTube situation. He said it's live. Make sure that it's live. It says live on it. It says it is live. Okay, we're live now. Givaldik. All right. So good vacht to everybody in Eretz Yisrael. If it's not live, Yisrael, let me know. Check it out. We're good. Um, thank you, Yoel. For Arabian Kipper, I got a half a cup of water. Oh, so Shall we? Shall we? No, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's a mitzvah to drink. You'll fill up later, yeah. He likes to fill it up a lot. He he's he chops. If he's gonna do the whole cup, he won't be able to fill it up soon. Okay. Now they said somebody just asked. I should say over from the Chavetz Chaim because it didn't come out on the on the YouTube. Basically, the Chavetz Chaim said very very simple and short. He said, if a person is a convert, he's a ger, and he doesn't have vera, nobody has a tain against him. Nobody says, oh, what a, what a bad guy. He, he didn't learn all the halachas. He says, Michal Shabbos a little bit. He, he didn't realize that he, you can't tell a guy this way and that way or whatever. Amir Lachman, let's say. He doesn't know. He didn't learn all the halachas. You know, what about us? Well, we know more. We have more of a, of a idea than him. Than the, than the convert. So the kids are, I, I'm just trying to position this a little, no, it's in the thing. Okay, fine. It's not, it's a little crooked. Whatever. And then Mela, what he's trying to say, the Chavetz Chaim is, <coughs> that we have to be Milam and Tzchos, on Klai Yisrael. There's many G'daylam that did so. Any, any Tzchos that we can find, any, any Taina, any kind of Amalta, like, who are we? We're Amaritzim. Lemaise, at the end of the day, we're Amaritzim. We don't know Allahs. We don't know things. We, our Yitzhah is great. So, why are we different than the Ger? As it says in the Pasuk. What's Vilager? That we are like the Gerim. We are like a Ger Besoicham. That was his Vart. That was the entire Drasha of Kol Nidre. There was a person there who said, I don't understand, what does the Chavetz Chaim want? Like, what, that's the whole, what's the big... It took him years to understand the, how deep and how... And yesterday we were learning the Gemara of, of Klai Yisrael and, and Kaifam Amidas Doimina. The more I think about it, it's unreal to, to think that every one of us gives Meiser, regardless of how much we earn, we give at least Meiser. According to the Vilna you have to give 20%. 20% of Chaimish, who gives 20% of their income? But it's not just the money. It's, I'm looking here at somebody, that put it all out for, for a seum, and this guy gives all of this, and this guy, the other day, brought a bottle of wine. Where do you have that giving, that giving, the constant just giving? Use my house for a minion, use this. Uh, and I'm a chaverim, and I go and help a guy on the side of the road, and, 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 and 50% of the, of the, the blood, what, of the, the antibodies in America is from, 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 from people. And it's just giving and giving and giving. Kleistro gives and gives and gives. So Rabbeinu Shalom, have Rachmanas on us. That was that was the point. That, that was the thing. Okay. A uh, quick email here, dear Rebelli. It's just um, yeah. Okay. Wishing you and your family a Gemar Chasimah Toiva and a Gebench Tayar. This is from Aaron Rozovsky from South Africa. You've made a massive impact in my Limerat Torah. I've managed to keep up since Brachas and Baruch Hashem will be able to finish Shas. With this awesome Dafiyami program, this has also taught my family the importance of learning Torah. That's what I said on the first day of Brachas, that the Dafiyami is guaranteed to change you and to change the way you are a father, the way you are a husband, the way you are a person. People see the, the family picks up on it, everybody picks up on it. They see the importance of learning Torah every day. My sons already know that every morning I need to start my day with the Daf. We are currently one hour behind Israel. So the time works out perfectly. I learned the daf and then daven shachris. Hashem should bless you and your family with abundance of bracha. Amen. Hoping to meet you soon. I'm eternally grateful. You see, they're getting, well, actually South Africa is, is, is on the radar. Only because of the, when this whole thing is over, I got to take my wife again to, on a safari. And hopefully I'll go with my brother and his wife who, Baruch Hashem, finished treatment. Imagine 
going through a year of treatment, and then you want to go on this nice little vacation to celebrate, and then you're stuck for another six months at home where you can't even say hello to anybody because of the weak immune system. It's terrible. Anyway, hoping to meet you soon. I'm internally grateful for all your effort and effort of the MDY t- uh, team. Kol Tov Aronzovsky, South Africa, Yishkoich Aron. All right, so today, unreal. We're holding the daf nun of Erevin. Nun, almost halfway through Erevin. Omar Rabba, Lilu Nishmas Imi, Rus Bas Mordechai. It's also, today is also sponsored by Yossi Klein of Superior Plumbing. I don't have a printout. Yossi Klein actually on his own, just 100% on his own, went out, put together an ad for Ami Magazine. I don't know what it looks like or where it is and when it's coming out. I think it's coming out in the Sukkot issue. He insisted on doing a full page ad or something like that. He's driving us crazy. He said, you know, we'll take care of it. We'll give you the, no, no, it's not going to happen. Today's the last day. Him and his son Gans worked a lot, and they got, I think that it's coming out, some sort of ad. All right, look, look around the Nami for it. Omar Abba. My time, another guy that gives and gives and gives. Omar Abba, my time of the Rav. So, yes, we had a very interesting machloikas. A guy is standing right over here, and he says he needs to get home. So what's his trick? He says, I know that on the way there's a tree somewhere. Here's the tree. He's exactly 4,000 hours from his house, and he says, I want to make my area by the tree, but he doesn't specify where, what part of the tree. Is it the front part of the tree or the back part of the tree? Is it the blue line or the red line? According to Rav, zero, no Eruv. He messed it all up because he didn't specify. And according to Shmuel, he cannot get home, but he could get pretty close to home. He got five hours away from home. We say that there is some sort of Eruv here. We don't know exactly where. We have to be Machmer, says Shmuel. He can't go backwards this way and he can't get to his house, but he can walk. He could get to the tree, that, for sure to the tree. He could even get to five feet away from his house. Omar Rabba, so Rabba comes along and there's two versions of what Rabba said. My time of the Rav, let me explain to you what Rav says. Now, Shmuel is kind of understood. Shmuel says, there's an Erev here. There's an Erev, I just don't know exactly where it is. So let me be Machmer to both directions, whatever the Chumrah is, but there's an Eruv. I can't ignore the fact that he made an Eruv. Rav says there's zero. Why zero? We kind of explained it nicely yesterday. Here it is again. My time of the Rav, at least one shot. Mishum deloi mesayim asrei. Oh. He didn't specify. He didn't specify where exactly his Eruv is, and therefore, he's bald from here and there. In other words, if he wouldn't have said anything and he said, the Erev is where I am right now, that's my Mokim Shvisa, great, so he'll be able to walk 2,000 Amis to the tree. That's not what he said. He said, my Erev is by the tree, and the tree is undefined. We don't know what the tree is. Is it the front or the back? So he doesn't have a tree, and he doesn't have where he is. So he's mamish nothing, zero. He's... He's a garnished. He has four Amas Zehu. Vigid Amri. And this is going to launch us into a nice sugya and a brand new concept. And that's why I say, every single day there are new concepts, especially if you didn't learn Daf before. Every day there's a new Yisoyed, a new idea that you didn't know about before. Today's big idea is this one right here. Omar Rabba, my time at the Rav. Mishum de Kosovar, he holds, Kol She'enoi B'zeh Achar Zeh, Afilu Bevasachas Enoi. We're going to say this a lot. If you cannot do something one after the other, then you can't do it together. The Gemara is going to give many examples. It's going to become very clear. In other words, if you cannot make two Eruvim one after another, because you just can't make two Eruvim, that's Halacha, right? Halacha is you can only make one Eruv. I could either I could pick and choose. I could go in that direction. I could go in this direction. I can't. I can't make two. I can't say, oh, in the morning I want to go to the right, and the, in the evening I want to go to the left. So since you can't make one after another, so you can't make them both together. What happened over here? He didn't specify is it to the right or to the left. And to make two eruvim, you can't do. So memela, nothing happens. Even if together it doesn't, it doesn't happen, it doesn't apply itself. 
Okay. So, if it sounds a little interesting and not 100% clear, as we get through the cases, it will become more and more clear. But it's a new, it's a new concept, right? We didn't have this uh, from the beginning of Brachas. A new Yisoyed in Shas, Kol She'enoi B'Zachazah. If it doesn't work, what's the word? Consecutively? What's the word? Uh, no, simultaneously is, then it doesn't work simultaneously. Sequentially, consecutively, fine. If it doesn't work, I like better. Sounds. If it doesn't work one after another, if I, if I am not allowed halachically to say my area is to the east and then my area is to the west, then I cannot put the east and the west together in one time. And we're going to see how that works in many different halachas, in Meiser, Meiser Behema. So I can't do red and blue together. So if red and blue don't work together, and you didn't specify, so, so it's, it, none, none of them are chal. Fine. Zero. If you can't do one after another, you can't work simultaneously. My benayu, what's the difference between the two pshatim? I didn't specify where I am, or it's not going to be chal at all. As we're going to discuss that this tree is eight amos wide. So if the guy says, I don't want all eight. I don't want consecutive. I want one part of it. One four amma part. I'm just not defining which. I'm not telling you. I didn't tell you if it's the front part of the trunk or the second. By the way, if I say bark or I say a funny word in English, feel free to, to, to correct me, okay? I'm not insulted by it. But I was saying bark yesterday, like I'm sure. Trunk, the trunk of a tree is much better. Okay, so if I didn't specify the front or the, the rear, the back, then, but I said four amos. I want four out of the eight. So I don't have this problem of bizarre or zeh. I'm not trying to do something consecutive. I'm trying to do something that's perfectly legal lahalacha, which is a four-ama domain, a four-ama residence. I just didn't specify. So if you say, But according to the first Peshat and Rabbah, like we explained last night, he wasn't specific. If you're not specific, you lose out. So you didn't gain anything. Okay. He said, I want four within eight. He's still not being specific. He didn't define it. You don't define it. Bye-bye. No Eruv. But if you're telling me that the problem, the only problem here is that since it doesn't work consecutively, so it's not going to work simultaneously, but I don't want it to work consecutively. All I want it to work, I want to work one four Amas. That's it. But if you say the whole problem is because you can't do B'zachazeh, can't do one after the other. Over here we're talking about one area of four amos because he said so himself. He said, I only want four out of the eight. Fine. Now, I didn't count exactly, but a bunch of nice sugyas. Again, a tour through Shaz sort of, of different sugyas, different ideas, how this idea of B'zachazeh works. Gufa. So, as we learned, Omarabah calls Shedover She'enei B'zachazeh. If you can't halachically do one after the other, then certainly you can't do it in one shot. So, Raboisai, as you see here, this also, this whoever goes to the shear has to know Trumas and Maestras Balpe inside out. We're not going to be Amaritzim anymore. Many of us, including myself, probably a few years ago, didn't know a thing about Truma and Meiser, Meiser Shani, what year, and Meiser Ani. It's all going to come together, and, and it's very scary sometimes. Tuma, Tuma is also very easy, very... So anytime we have an opportunity, we're going to show this, so that it becomes ingrained in our heads. So of course, when you have a crop, you have a hundred apples, so you have to take Truma, give it to the coin. How much? But it's not apples. Let's, we'll talk apples, fine, because... It's more Nogel but the Torah talks about grain. You can take one little grain that's worth a fraction of a cent and give it to the Kayan and that's it. But we give 2%, let's call it 2%. Fine. So if you have 100 apples, 100 grain, 100 apples, you give the Kayan 2 apples. What are you left with? 98. So from the 98, you have to give Meiser to the Levi. It's called Meiser Rishon, 10%. So 98, so you give 9.8 apples to the to the levy. And then the levy 
he takes from his 10% that he just got, he takes, he takes off 10% and gives that to the Kayan also. It's called Trumas Meiser. Fine. Now, in the Truma Gdaila, the 2%, what if a guy wants to be really nice to the Kayan and give 10%? Is that awesome? No. Rabbi I'm telling you, Yeshiva guys don't know this. Ask 95 out of 100 Yeshiva Bachram, they won't know this following Allah. And that's why I say it's very important, it's Kedai. It's Kedai for them to learn Dafyoimi, even if it's like, Rabbi Fine, Chashav Rav here in Chicago was telling me that his son and his friends, they learned this year. I didn't know. He says, do you know that the Lada Bakr, you could put it on by, by the break. You could put it on a little quicker, one and a half time. In 30 minutes, you get another daf. You get more musagim in, 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 in Gemara. It's unbelievable. Instead of just being in Cheska Sabatim and Baba Basri the entire year, you get a little bit extra. Anyways, listen to this halacha. You wouldn't believe this. If you decided to be large and give the levy more than 10%, no, the kain is good. If you decide to give the kain more than 1%, 2%, more than one grain, no problem. Why? Because the Torah doesn't define how much you should give to him. You could give even one grain. If you want to give 100 grain, But if you decide to give to the levy more than 10%, the Torah says 10%, and you decide to give 11%, terrible. It's no good. It ruins everything. What happens? The, the extra that you gave the levy is not Meiser, and you didn't take Meiser from it. It's, called, it's considered Tevel, and Tevel's not edible, and the Tevel's mixed in with the other Meiser. And the whole part that you gave the Levi is no good. Now what happens is, one minute, your fruit is good, your 90 whatever apples are okay, but everything you gave to Levi is not okay, you made a very big boo-boo. Would you, did anybody know this halacha? Anybody? That if you go extra on the miser, it's usher. Terrible. Yeah, what are you saying, y'all? Why can't you give it at the matana? Oh, matana, but he didn't give it matana. Very good. You guys, you hear what y'all is asking in Kasha? Why can't he give it as a present, as a matana? You could. But he didn't. He gave it as miser. And miser is, if he would separate it and give it as a present, fine. But it, the problem is, a matana is also terrible. If it's, the matana is mixed in with the miser, and you never took miser from the matana, so now you have food that it's not edible, in the pile of apples, you can't point out which one is what, so the levy can't eat anything, nobody can eat it. Yisrael also can eat miser, and he can't eat it now. Nobody can eat it. Okay, so it says like this. Why the 90 apples? Because there is miser in there. The miser is there, you just don't know where it is. The problem is you, it's not edible because it's, mixed, it's a mixture of tevel and miser, but miser is there, so your 90 apples are, are kosher. No, Meister Shane is yours. Meister Shane has nothing to do. It's not a, it's not a tevel. What about the years of the Master Arnie? Huh? The years of the Master Arnie, is it going to be the same thing? That you gave the Meister, extra Meister to the Arnie? It's a good Shiloh. I don't think so, but uh, we have to look into it. I would, I would guess not. You're saying, well, what's the... I don't think you can do anything. The levy, well, first of all, anybody could eat it. It's not just the levy. I don't, he's asking, what's the tikkun? I think it's, it's messed up stuff. That's it. I mean, you could eat it. His fruit is gone. So it take, take more. I don't think there's anything you can do. Anyway, it says like this. What? what? Yeah. It's a good child. I hear it. it's a good child, but the, you could ask that on anything. I mean, even even the two percent should be also. It doesn't say in the entire two percent. It says give truma. It could be one grain. So how could I give two percent to the kohen? The yakash is on any, even on the two percent. You have a kasha. Add too much meiser. Your fruit is okay. You could eat the ninety leftover apples. And the miser is no good. Am I? Ask the Gemara the Kasha. Leima kolsha enoi bezacherze, afilu bevasachas enoi. This idea that we just said should allow the miser to be okay. Why? Because if I give if I give ten percent to the levy, and then I give another ten percent to the levy, the, the second ten percent doesn't work. I can't give consecutive miser. So if I give it together, if I can't give it one after another, 
So it shouldn't work at all. And that's the tikkun. Now you're looking at a pile of fruit that doesn't have any meiser to it at all. It's not my, so start over again. Take it back. It didn't work. It's not that there's meiser and tevel in one pile. It's nothing. It's just fruit that you never took meiser from. Why? Because if I took 10 apples and gave it to the levy, and then I took another 10 apples and I gave it to the levy, the second 10 apples are no good because it's bzeh It only works once. You can only take meiser once. So if I took 20 apples and I gave it to the levy, why are you telling me it's a problem? It should be zero. It's as if I didn't give anything. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, Shani Meiser, the Iselachat So here's my picture for today, one of them. You were supposed to give 10 apples to the Levi. Let's just round it out. It's not 10, it's 9.8. 10 apples. And instead, you gave 20. Ask the Gemara, but if you gave 10 plus 10, the second 10 is no good. So if you gave 20, why is it good? I'll tell you why it's good. Because of this one. Don't think this was easy to make. Because I'm allowed to give a half an apple to a levy. So maybe what I did was, I gave the levy 20 apples, but only 20 halves. <clears throat> when I said 20, I meant to say 20 halves, which equal 10. 10 is okay. I didn't say so. But why am I Meshuggah not to give him 20 when I'm only allowed to give 10? So Mustafa, what I meant is 10, 20 halves. You see, I had to go to each apple and <laughs> color it in black. No, I, I just did copy and paste 20 times, but uh, whatever. You see, here, let me show you closely. Not bad, not bad for, for part of its graduate artist. Fine, so anyway, <clears throat> but, but in the area of this doesn't work, this idea. I can't, if we're talking about Eruv, I, I can't say I meant one Amma out of the two Amas. Four Amas out of the eight, every other Amma should work. That doesn't work in Eruv. The Omar Tigdoish Palgo, Palgo. If a person said, <clears throat> I want half of each grain to be Meiser, Kacha, it works. So it's an interesting idea. Maybe that's what he meant. We're going to answer that. That's what he meant. He meant to say half of the 20 apples. Fine. What about this? Huh? Can't cut up an animal. You can't give an animal. So this is Meiser Behemah, right? You have a lot, a lot of sheep. You let them loose through a door, one by one. Every tenth one that comes out of the barn, it's supposed to be one by one, not like this picture. I couldn't find a better picture. This is a, a aerial in Australia. They're all running through this way. So every tenth one gets a red mark, and he's miser. And an animal, obviously, I cannot make a half an animal miser. I can't cut an animal in half. So it's whole animals that we're talking about. And the tenth animal goes to the kite. The last of the chatzon. So what's the problem? Rabbi says, or Rabbi says, I'm telling you, if you, you could count hundreds of places where it says Rabbi and they change it to Rabbi, or Rabbi and they change it to Rabbi. Some guy in Vilna messed up big time, like the uh, Amaretz that was doing it. Every time it said, I don't know what happened, there's a big mess up between Rabbi and Rabbi and Shas. <coughs> they called the Bacher Azetzer. Who? The Bacher Yeah. Not a big Talmud Chacham, just a typist, and uh, something happened over there. I'm not sure what. But they know from whoever said it to who that it can't be Rav. It was a different gender, whatever. If two animals came out simultaneously through the gate, as this, this is a famous sugya, famous Mishnah, two came out and he called them tenth. He didn't realize they came out simultaneously. You have a tenth and eleventh together. So what happens? They're both Kadosh. One is Meiser, one is Shlamim. I don't know which one is what, but they're very similar. There's a very interesting Rashi here. If you look at the giant Rashi where it's not the largest, widest lines, the middle section, in the middle. <clears throat> and Rashi says, let's call it 10 lines below where the Gemara ends in Rashi. It says, bin Shlamim So they're both, one is Shlamim, one is a Meiser. So he says, 
you have to lean on the animal, you have to bring wine, you have to lift up the animal, it's, it's thigh, it's neck. So, you know, we were learning the sugya, and Avi Kamiansky, we managed like in smack in the middle of Menachas, and I brought flour one day, I surprised everybody, I brought out a whole bowl, and I was making a mincha middle shear. So he tried to up it one, like the following day, we were learning about Nuva, he went out to the, to the, to the hills with his bike, and he found an Arab there with, a, with, with sheep, paid the guy some money, and he did Tnufa. He lifted, it's very heavy. He put his two hands underneath, and he was trying to lift it, the, this whole, no, because the Gemara over there was talking about, of doing um, Sukkot, when we were talking about Sukkot, he was doing uh, Nanuim, he's supposed to do Nanuim with the, with the animal, you go this side, that way. Anyway, so, something like that. So he says like this, he's supposed to, when it comes to Shlomim, <clears throat> you have to do smicha, nasachim, tnufas, chazav, shaykh, vindiv de bimuma, if it has a mom, you paid it, with murasim kreva, and if by mistake you, you bring something instead of it, you have to bring both of them as a carbon. Mashayin give me maizer, this doesn't apply to maizer. Fine. Rashi says, vashad the karim vasachas, but two of them came out of the pen in the same shot. Vilayoda hai is siri gomor, he doesn't know which one is ten, vayachadasar, shenikra siri. He doesn't know which one is 10, which one is 11. Both of them, you have to be makbid and lift it up, do the whole tnufa, what Avi did, and smicha, and lean on its head, which in Maestro you don't lean, but we're going to be makbid. I just love this line right over here. That's why I read this Rashi. Velibi oimer, and my heart tells me. In other words, Rashi never heard this from his Rebbe. He's saying, I have an intuition. I have a feeling. Velibi oimer, the einu mevarach ala tnufa ala smicha, you should not make a bracha, Whatever Rashi says here, I don't care as much as the words. He says, I love that thing. My heart tells usually Rashi doesn't say that. He knows, he has tradition from his rabbeim and everything. Here Rashi is saying, I'm saying from my own intuition. Okay. So, let's continue. This famous Mishnah. So, what's the Shiloh? The question is, how in the world do both animals become Kaddish? What if a tenth animal went out of the pen? I said Kaddish. Then the eleventh went out of the pen, I said Kaddish. It doesn't work. What is that called in our language? One after the other doesn't work. So how come simultaneously you tell me both of them are Kaddish? It should be zero. Neither of them should be Kaddish. Excuse me. Fine. <coughs> Says the Gemara, Shani Maiser Behima, the Isib Zacher Zebatos. It's because if there's a mistake, there's a special halacha by Maiser, everything becomes Kaddish. <coughs> I don't know what to do here. I have to eat something. What do you got there? What kind of food do you have? <coughs> we'll take some sushi in the middle of the year, we'll cover the Yom Kippur, and maybe it'll help the situation here. You brought sushi, Lakavad Arabim Kippur, because it's a mitzvah. Rabbi say, eat, eat, eat while we're learning. It's a mitzvah. This nan. But by you guys, what am I saying? Eat. It's already Matsim Kippur. I forgot. What am I talking about? Fine. This nan. Karalachi Asiri. If a guy made a mistake, a posh had a mistake. He, he, was, he lost. Oh, he also has Mark Ashkenazi has his sushi right in front of him. You call that sushi? What do you, what do you think? This is sushi. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to eat it with a fork because I don't want to make a fool out of myself. This is the first time I'm eating in Shear in two years. We have to. It's a mitzvah. Mm. I'm going to be spitting sushi now. The rice, no? You didn't learn brachas with us? No chopsticks? A fork? What kind of mic are you? <laughs> I said specifically, I don't want to make a fool out of myself. Mitzvah, mitzvah, mitzvah. Ali, don't double dip. Okay. Don't double dip, Ali. Yes, he's getting nervous. He's getting nervous. Is this all for me? It's all for you. It's not all for me. I just realized. Okay. I hope you have double, triple that. Why? Yo, you like sushi? He loves it, right? Why? No, I don't. Y'all doesn't like sushi, but he wants to make sure I don't double dip. Okay? He wants to 
Joel's in, in charge. Joel's in charge. Y'all like shirayim, he said. <coughs> he, won't, he doesn't like sushi, but he'll take the shirayim. <coughs> My boy said it didn't work, so maybe I should have more. Triple Still dip. stuck. Triple dip. All right, talk to Hilary That was gross. In the middle of a share eating sushi. They have rice in different places. It's gonna, it's gonna hit the YouTube camera on this. Oh, this nan, Carla, she has Siri. By the way, seriously, Allah, what I did is usher. You're not supposed to stop learning Torah, which is the greatest mitzvah to eat. Whatever. I said, even though it's a mitzvah, there's no greater mitzvah than Torah. And you don't stop Torah for eating. However, if you guys are, I'm, I'm just trying to get you guys going. What? What did you say? I still, yeah. There's still, I'm in the mitzvah right now. Every, every two minutes, another piece of rice drops down into the mouth and goes, okay. It's not, go to that Siri, that Siri chi. You push and mess up. You call the ninth one tenth, the tenth one ninth. Well, the chadas Siri, and the eleventh one you call ten. The kids are nine is ten, ten is nine, and, and eleven is ten. You conf- your mom is miscombobulated. Fine. Shlash the All three, the big mistakes are kodesh. So here you have the idea, it's not us doing something, uh, we're being machmer, it's Allah and the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, when you make a mistake in, in, in Maiser, everything becomes Kodesh. Fine. So we're done with that. Next case. Vare toida. Carbon toida. Something very special happened to somebody. Somebody came out of a disease, comes out of uh, whatever. So we do uh, a goimel. What you're supposed to do when Beis HaMish comes, Beis HaShem, you bring a carbon toida. You say, thanks to Hashem. What do you do? One of the things you bring is 40 breads. 40 breads, 6 go to the Kayan, 34 remain, I think it is. Yeah, 6, uh, is it 4 or 6? Four, 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 4 go to the Kayan. 4 go to the Kayan, 36 remain by you. Now, the famous Vart, you know, okay, we could say we haven't said it in a long time. Why, what are you going to do with 36 breads? You can't, who could eat 36 breads? And the answer is you can't. You have to invite your friends, and that creates Achvavareos. And that's part of the thing. You make a party for your friends. You give. Oh, we give back. Akash teaches us how to give. Vare toida, the lesser betos. You can't, there's no concept that if you bring 80 breads, that they all, all 80 are kodesh. It's not like maiser. You don't have the idea of toes. Now, if I brought 40 breads, and then I brought another 40 breads, the second 40 are nothing. But what if I did bring 80 breads? Says, 40 are Kaddish. Now, according to our concept that we learned over and over, if I cannot bring 40 plus 40, so, it shouldn't, zero should be Kaddish. Why does Chizkiah, the Rebbe of Rebbe Yochanan, say that, 40 out of the 80 become Kaddish. It doesn't fit into this idea of And Rabbi Yochanan, who argues on his own Rebbe, says, But the question is from the Rebbe, Chizkiah. Chizkiah says, 40 out of the 80 are good toida. Why? Since you can't do it consecutively, so you shouldn't be able to do it simultaneously. You're right, you shouldn't be able to. Says the Gemara, everybody agrees that if somebody says specifically, I want 40 out of the 80, that's a. Is Zoom frozen, Israel? It's good. They're checking it, they're saying it's good. Only here in this base measures because of Chicago's internet. It's not the whole United States, it's just Chicago. What? What do you say? I hear somebody talking. Okay, fine. If you say 40, I want 40 out of the 80. The kachi, it's great. But if a person says specifically, I, want, I, I won't do 40 unless all 80 are kadosh. Everybody agrees there's no kadusha. In other words, this is the concept of kadosh. Since I can't do 40 plus 40, so I can't even do 
80 together. So therefore, if a person says, I want all 80 to become Kaddish, it doesn't work at all. Oh, so then what is the machlaikis between Chizki and Rabbi Yechanan? Kipligi the whole machlaikis is, when a person doesn't specify at all. Mar Sovar, he doesn't say, I want 40 out of the 80. He doesn't say, I want all 80. He doesn't say anything. Mar Sovar la So now the machlaikis is, what's this person's intent? So, Mar Sovar la says, he wants a guarantee. Achrayut, they say in Hebrew. <coughs> so, <coughs> he set aside 80 breads because what if? What if some of the breads are no good? They're, they're crunched, they're ripped open, they don't look perfect. I want 40 perfect breads. So I'm going to give 80, and then we're going to choose 40 out of those 80 in case some get lost or whatever the idea is. So, we may love so it's more of a tonight, it's a condition. If this doesn't work, if, if some of these are no good, they're not to my liking, I'm going to use the other one, so that's why I'm making 80. But not because I want all 80 to be a toida. Now we're turning to Daf Nun, Omid Beis, Umar Sova Korban Godokon and Rabbi Yochanan holds, no, there's a problem. When a person doesn't specify what he meant is, he does his anamaretz. He doesn't know that, he can't, that a toida is 40. He thinks a toida is 80. And that's why he said 80. He doesn't specify. We don't know. MMA that's a problem. This is sponsored by Mark, I believe. This, uh, yeah, I'm about to. I just want to finish the line. Don't worry, I didn't forget. Mamish a Nusugi over here. We just turned to Dafnun Amit Bey, sponsored by Mark Steinberg. Bezer Shem, soon we'll have a Shin Hashem. A Shilch for his son, Yitzchok Pesach Yehuda ben Meir Yosef. And by Mr. Anonymous, Fats Lochen Yiddishkeit for himself, and his chos for his family to be Torah Diki Yidden. Says the Gemara Amar Abayo, Loishon Ela Bi'ilon Shetachtov Shtemes Re'amo. Rav says, right, we started off the whole sugya with Rav, that what? The guy standing over here, he makes an Erev somewhere in this tree. He doesn't specify where in the tree. Says Rav, zero. He mamish lost out. He gets less than a regular human being. A regular human being who resides right here gets 2,000 abbas in every direction. This guy, because he decided to be Ibrahim and try to get to his house, but he didn't specify, so now he lost out. He has four abbas. Imagine for 24 hours straight, you have to be in an eight foot radius. That's it. You can't go this way, that way. Going to the bathroom is a different story. If he has to go to the bathroom, we had also give. Fine. Says the Gemara, says Abaya. If the whole canopy with the trunk of the tree and everything is 12 amma, what's 12 amma? 12 amma is divisible by four. You have three, four parts. Three parts that are four ammas wide. Avol bi'ilon she'ein tachtov Okay, so I have a picture. It's not the greatest. I took it off Kalashan and blew it up very large, so at least that we can understand the concept here. It's very simple. It, since, since there's less than 12 ama underneath the tree, then if you take three boxes, the center box, the red box in the center, overlaps the other two boxes. Emela says Abaya. This guy is L'chair in the center box. So even if he may, meant the Erev should be closer to him, then he's touching the Erev closer to him. And if he meant that the Erev is in the further box, then he's touching the further box. He's touching both boxes. So what's the problem? What's the question? No, Andrew, you're about Kishrin. What's the question on this? Let's go again. Says Abaya. If there's less than 12 amos, so then the center guy is touching both boxes. It has to be. There's less than 12 amos. Each box is worth four amos. So each blue box that we have here is, is four amos before amos. The center box, the red box, where we're assuming this guy is, he's going to be touching both. So what are, you, what are you concerned? You're concerned that maybe his Erev is in this box, right over here, closer to this house. Okay, he's touching that box. He's within that box. His Erev... No, his four amas overlap this box. So he's part of that Erev. 
and, and, and what's your other thing? Oh, no, no. Maybe he made the Eruv on, on, on the box closer to him. So the red overlaps him also. If it's more than 12 Amas, so the center box doesn't overlap anything. But if it's less than 12 Amas, no, Rabbi, so what's the problem with this? Is the, what? And therefore what? Oh, so here's the problem. Maybe that's what you mean. The Gemara asks, who told you that he's in the middle? Who told you he's in the middle and he's touching both boxes? Maybe he's on the blue box over here. Maybe he decided he should be in the blue box. Maybe he decided he should be in this box. If, if he's on the trunk of the tree, you're right. But who told you he's in the trunk of the tree? Who told you he's in the center? That's the whole problem in the story, that we don't know where he is. <coughs> so let's see inside. No matter what, the center box overlaps the right and the left. Who told you that he's in the middle? Maybe he's in the blue box, he's not in the red box. Let's change it around. We're talking about a tree. That's what I mentioned before. We're talking about a tree that's eight amos. Oh, so now there's only two boxes. There's not, we don't have three boxes. The whole tree is seven amos. You can only fit two boxes in the tree. One to the east, one to the south. One to Tzafa, one to Durham, whatever you want to call it. North and south. Now the, the boxes overlap. They overlap because within the tree you only have seven amas, and each box is worth four amas, so they overlap. So no matter what, the guy is touching his Eruv. If you put him in a blue box, and the Eruv is in the red box, so he's touching the red box. Great, now he can go home. And if you want to put him in the red box, now he can go home. And if, if he wants, he could also go back to the hotel, because he's touching the blue box. So in Melo, we have to say that the tree is eight amas, and the boxes don't overlap. That's the story over here. The boxes don't overlap. Fine. But if they do overlap, so that only works, not in 12 like we said before, that only works in 7. Before we said it's 11, but 11, who told you that he's in the center box? Maybe he's on the right or the left. But if it's 7, then he has to be touching both boxes. One of the, there's only two boxes, and they overlap. The bigger the tree, you just keep adding boxes, right? No. You can't. So we're at a maximum at three boxes. No, maximum two boxes. If you want to make sure that he can get home, we said he can't get home. Rav says he can't get home because the tree is larger than two boxes. Once you're at more than two boxes, then you're not touching the area of Mimanavshaf. There's not a, oh, you have to be touching the area. Maybe I'm not touching the area. Maybe I'm on two boxes away from the area. If there's two boxes, then they, they, they definitely overlap. Two boxes overlap. Seven Amas. Then the two boxes overlap, so you want to put him in this box, then he's touching this box. You want to put him in that, he's touching this box. So then he can go home. Rav never said his halacha that he can't go home, only when there's more than two boxes. Once there's more than two boxes, then maybe he's on the, the far box, and the Erev is on, this, on the opposite side of him. He's not touching it. So if this tree he saw was four almost, no problem whatsoever? No problem whatsoever, of course. Got it. It's because it's a very large tree, and we don't know what part of the tree he decided. Yeah, if it's a, it's a branch, if it's a little stick, the tree, then it's beautiful. He said, I'm going to that pole. That pole is less than four amas. Then he goes home. No problem. The problem is we're talking about a giant tree. At least 12 amas. Once it's 12 amas, you can't divide the tree. You have to divide the tree into four ama, four ama pieces. And 12 amas means it's three pieces. So he's not 100% touching his Eruv. He might be two boxes away from his Eruv. And that is the problem. That's why Rav says he can't go home. But it's really not 12. It's really anything over 8. A little bit over 8, there's already a third box. We have a right to Rav that he can't do anything. He can't even move from where he's at. And we have a right to Shmuel that he could go all the way almost home. He could use the Eruv, he could use this tree even though he didn't specify. Okay, so this is basically like the Mishnah. It's a b'risa, but it's going to say word for word like what we just learned. So we're doing chazara now. A person is walking, and you know, a lot of times the b'risa just repeats over the Mishnah, but adds a little bit. <coughs> so a guy is walking, 
and it got dark. I told you the story. I was, it happened to me once on Shabbos when I was a young kid. You know, I was 15 years old, on the way to yeshiva, and I was being reckless. I went during a snowstorm, and the bus got stuck, and I got off the bus basically on Shabbos. Happens. Happens to the best of us. I, I, just, I had guests just uh, a couple months ago. They we're calling them, where are you, where are you? We got lost, this, that, 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 that. The next thing, before I know it, they parked the car, got out of the car. I had to walk three, four miles. I had no idea where they were. They told me they're somewhere in Bet Shemesh. They told me an approximate place, and I started walking, and I found them. We came home very late. I mean, very, after my, I missed Mayrev, the whole thing. We Actually, no, we did do a little Mayrev. We found the Chassid Shul. We did a... But they're schlepping suitcases, two babies and suitcases through the streets of Bet Shemesh. Literally, they, they must have walked four, four or five miles. Yeah. Anyways, it happens. So, Misha Chashchaloi. My niece. Ah, so So, it got dark. He remembers on the way there's some sort of tree. He doesn't see it. He knows there's a tree. There's a fence. I want my residence to be, let's fast forward, over there. I'm shifting my residence, right? That's the word. I'm shifting it to that tree. He didn't say anything. Why? Again, tree is large, fence is large. We're on the tree, we're on the thing. But if he says specifically, I want that part of the trunk, that part of the fence, the northeast corner of the fence, beautiful. Then you go, this is Mamish the Mishnah, right? It's just explaining what we learned already. You go until that place. Once you get to that corner of the fence, you could, you could walk it. And from there you get another 2,000 Amo. So here comes the Bryson ads. And let's see if there's a riot to, to what we learned. means a very specific place. Meaning it has... It's a fenced-in area, okay? If you have a fenced-in area, which is less than two saw, two saw is equivalent to 5,000 square amma, like in the Beis HaMikdash. 5,000, two saw, right? Two saw, we, we learned about two saw extensively in the beginning of the Masechta. V'chein bika. So, you're in a valley. Shi amuka asara. V'hi midal ramas v'abeis osayim. Anyways, it's a defined area with a fence. It's less than two saw. But if you're not in a defined area, you don't have fences, or it's more than two saw. Now you're stuck. You only have your four amas. Because we said, up to two saw is considered dollar amas. For you, it's, as far as you're concerned, you're dollar amas. Now, two people are walking together. One knows the way well, one knows about the trees and the fences, one has no clue. The one that doesn't know anything, says Rashi, he must say specifically, you are my agent, you are my shliach, you understand where the trees are, you do it for me. You can't just rely on him. He has to tell him, straight out. Okay. And the guy says, What does it say here? Beis. Very good. Because he's, he's doing it for two people, so it's Shvisa Seinu. Bemokin I did not see it. I, I didn't see it and then pretended that I'm guessing. It was just pretty obvious. Shvisa is singular, but he's doing it for a second person. Shvisa Seinu. Bemokin Ploini. Bemedvar Mamurim. By the way, I mean, just to, I didn't have all the time in the world to go over this daf. Because last night I got home closer to one o'clock in the morning, and that's when I started preparing. So, have Rachmanus a little bit, and I also had to do all this. What? Uh, we didn't finish yet. He says I'm doing good. They always, they always ask me, what did the guy say? They, they, I get, I get it at least once a week. Please repeat what the guy asked. So I'm saying right now, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but when I don't repeat, usually because it's Shvach HaMaisis, it's cash. I don't want to embarrass them. So I just answer and like, I do again. Okay. When it's funny, then I do repeat. I have one question, sorry. Yeah. What happens when I know the place and I'm designating a fence? Mm-hmm. But but it's a specific spot. So I would say the specific spot is, is what counts. It's a GPS right. location. 
I don't think it's as much as a, that's what my own, I'm not, I'm not a Rav, I'm not Paskini. What? I think it's a coordinate. It's, 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 it's a spot. Now, you, you, don't, you can't make up a spot. You can't say, oh, in the middle of the desert, it, it's right over here. What do you mean, right, maybe it's right over there? But if you get there and the fence is not there because you see it was uprooted, but everybody knows that on this block there's a fence. So what's wrong with that? It's not the, you're, not, you're not attaching yourself to a fence. You're attaching yourself to a location. And on that location, there was a fence. Now, it doesn't, it's not there now. I think it's still good because you, you had in mind that, that location. It's just a landmark. The physical location there. It's a landmark. It's a landmark, yeah. I think. I don't know. I might be wrong. A small tree. It's gone. The tree's small. Tree, yeah. So it's just the, the, the land under the tree was. But the, you, you were coming to that, to that land. There's a tomato in Chicago. It took out a whole park. Okay, but uh, so you have to know the exact, yeah, it has to be within the millimeter. You can't just, oh, I think it's somewhere over here. Then, uh, once again, we have that same problem. That you, you didn't specify your residence. Okay. So, but the, 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 all this is not part of the point. Where's the point? Now, if he didn't define, so, oh, sorry. When is all this happening? When he defines the four Amas. He says right over there, this is Mamash what we're talking about. He defines it. But he didn't define a specific area of four Amas, eight feet. He's worse off than anybody else. Anybody else has four Amas, but from the four Amas you can go 2,000 Amas. But this guy messed up, like we discussed before. Since he said my residence is over there by that tree, but the tree was uprooted and he has no idea where it is. Da, 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 da. So he just gave up his residence right over here. If he didn't give up his res- residence where he's at, so he has 2,000 Amas, like every normal human being. He has four Amas, right? Four Amas plus 2,000 Amas in every direction. He has to pick the. But he said, I don't want my four, my four Amas. I want my four Amas to be where that uh, undefined area is. He didn't define it. So he just gave up what he has now, and he didn't. He didn't define an area. So Meli has zero. What does he have? He's left with four Amas only and not the 2,000 Amas that comes with the four Amas. Oh. Shmuel says you don't have to define an area. We say approximately. Okay, he can't go all the way home, but he, we have to be machmer on him. But the area of work, says Shmuel. In this case, going back to this case again, the Erev could be on the blue line, the Erev could be on the red line, he didn't define the area. What does Rav say? He gets zero. What does Shmuel say? No, it's a great Erev. We just don't know which line, so let's be machmer, l'chum, but the Erev is going to... Over here it says, if you don't define specifically, it's what Rav says, you have to define the exact line. If I could say this line, great, but he didn't define it. If you don't define, you get one big zero, which equals four Amas. No, that's mamish what Rav says. Isn't that a great raya? Omalach Shmuel, Hachab Mayaskinon, Kegon de Ike, Memokoim, Raglov, Vaad, Ikori, Tre Alpha, Vaarba, Garmide. What's going on here is he's going to explain the Brysa that. Where am I? Do I have a picture? Oyve, no picture for this? Hmm. Okay. There's no such thing as overtime. Motsiyam Kippur. It's Motsiyam Kippur. Motsiyam Kippur. There's no overtime. Everybody's such a big I'm serious. On Erev Yom Kippur coming to learn. Um, uh, I don't know what to do. Okay, there's no... 2004, right? That's part of the picture? The red line, 2004 almost? No. No? This is a different case. I, I, I guess I forgot to print it. Lamashin it. We'll do it without it. Here, you know what? Well, let's just use this. Just to... Yeah, but it's a shvacha picture. I had a good one. You so here we go. From where the guy is till over here is 2,004 amas. Okay? 2,004 amas. So let's start again. A person has four amas. Go to the edge of your four amas and you start your 2,000 amas. So in essence, a person has 2,004 amas. What's going on here is that part of the tree... This red line is past the 2004 Amas. So if you define your area outside of the 2004 Amas, that's already outside of your tchum, you can't even get there. That's what the Bryce is talking about. 
in the Mishnah, in this case that we were talking about the whole time, it's within your 2,000 Amas. This red line is within 2,004 Amas, so you're good. We're talking about in Abraisa, specifically this very specific case, according to Shmuel, he's going to say that the case is that's beyond the Tchum. So, Kigoyin Deikim Mamokim Ragalev Ad Ikari Tre Alfei 2,000 Va'arba and 4, 2004, Garmidei Amos. And if you're going to put his residence on the opposite side of the tree, on the further part of the, further side of the tree, it happens to be outside of his tchum. If he defines his area, then it's good. So since he didn't define his area, then we're going to assume that he went to the, to the further part of the tree, the fir- which is outside of the Tchum, and that ruins it for him. But if he doesn't, so he's within the Tchum. Says the Gemara. Okay. Thank you. And now we're going to bring one right to Shmuel, and that will be it for today. A person is an Amaritz, he doesn't know that he can't make more than one Eruv. So what he does is, he thinks in his brain, he thinks you could make an Eruv to two opposite sides. In the morning he needs to go visit a Shviger to the east. In the afternoon he has to go to Shalashudas to the west. He thinks he could do that. Or he tells his slaves, Go make me an Erev. Now, he didn't, he wasn't smart about it. He told two of them to do it. So what happens when you tell two people to do something? They did two, two Yassel Goylems. They both, they did two Eruvin in two opposite directions. One went to the north, one to the south. Now, very Pashat. This is from the Kol Hashan. I just added the red line over here to explain a little bit better. The bottom line is that the Erev, one slave put his Erev here, or he did it, and one put it over here. But there's only a thousand Amas. You see, I put it in nice red. You can see, you can read it. Otherwise, it's difficult to read what they did. A thousand Amas. Total, two thousand Amas. So even if this Erev works, and only this Erev works, the guy still could go all the way to here. From here to here is 2,000 Amas, that works. So what the second slave put an Erev, it's all within the Erev. So the second Erev didn't, didn't hurt me. So I may like to walk within the Erev, within the 2,000 Amas. Here's the house, and the guy made an Erev 1,000 Amas away from the house. So this, ammo, this Erev works, I could get 1,000 Amas to the other side of the house, right? No. 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 You're, you're back to your same conscience you had last night. It doesn't work like that. So you have two errors, not neither of them. What? You have two errors, but not neither of them. Oh. But let's say the guy set this error. It's good. It works. So it doesn't hurt you. You just don't know which one it is. If you set them both together, fine. But this guy set an error. This guy said, now you don't know which one came first. Either way, I'm allowed to walk 2,000 ama. The second one can't retroactively be mevatel my first one. They didn't set it at the same millisecond. So, the mitzvah all of us at home, however, if it's the same exact case, but rather than the error being a thousand amma away, it's exactly two thousand amma away, it's over here. Now this guy is messed up. Now, since we don't know, so what happens is he's stuck in his house and he can't leave. He doesn't have two thousand amas in each direction from his house because maybe this is the error that works. And he can't go this way. Or maybe this is the area that works, so he can't go this way. So what, do he, what does he do? He stays right there and then, oh. Says the Gemara, Kashom. According to Rav, there's nothing. How does he, that's, that's your Kasha basically. The Erev wasn't defined. So if it's not defined, how could he walk in either direction? Says the Gemara, Rav Tanahu Upalik. So this is the famous concept of Shas. I forgot to look it up. I didn't have time to look it up, I should say. Rav was the first Amoira. 
Okay, in the way it works, there was a, there was a generation of Tanaim, and he happened to be the first, first Amora. But since he lived in that generation of Tanaim, it didn't just stop. It wasn't like, oh. So Mamele has the power as a Tana to argue on other Tanaim. And he argues. You're right. So you, you ask me a kasha from a Bryce. He argues in the Bryce. He's a Tana. He can say whatever he wants. Raboisai, if you're in Israel, have a good Kibben Shjar, a great year. And if you're in America, a Gemar Chazim all your tefillos should be in the scabble. Kishborchu should hear your tefillos. And the ones that are right for you should be in the scabble. The ones that are not right, not. And um, it should be a year of more Torah, more connection to Baruchu. A gmar chasima toiva, good gebenched yor. Shkoyach, shkoyach. Sonny, I got your email. Shkoyach. Barry Klein. How? How much sushi is left? I only had two pieces. Where's the sushi? Yeah, good. I would give Ben Shior.